0: Welcome, everyone. We're about to begin by Shem, BPW, share number 26. It's Bias Pnemi, share for women, share number 26. Uh, We're going to talk about um, respecting the personality difference between a husband and a wife, and and over here, to to, uh, respect greatly your husband's personality. So very often, just giving you a specific example, but but it's just an example that really uh, brings a a point that's universally true. That, for example, a a wife often would say that when me and my husband were dating, I I loved the way that he, he was introverted, and I loved the way he chose his words carefully and so sensitively, uh, you know, before he spoke and with thought. Um, But what happens is, uh, you know, after years of marriage, I began to see this quality as a weakness rather than a strength, um, and and I sometimes felt that my husband was shutting me out or was distanced from connecting with me emotionally, and, and it really in, inherently wasn't true, but it was simply because he wasn't as talkative as I wanted him to be. And when I asked him questions, he sometimes would think about the answer for a long time. So that by the time he responded, I, I forgot what he asked. <laughs> so maybe that's a little bit of a of an exaggeration sometimes. But the idea is, is that when you have difference in personality, it, it could be it could be frustrating. In this example I gave, you could shoot out a question and expect a quick answer, and um, you know, and then she would shoot another question and and wait a little longer for, for her husband to respond, and that would get exasperating and frustrated. Um, or, or for example, if they're more, let's say, maybe in the secular world, but if there's a social engagement, and you want your husband to mix and mingle with the crowd like everyone else, and and, and he just simply is not that type of personal, personality. And ultimately, over time, the wife gets to disapprove a lot of what her husband is, and the husband, in turn, feels uh, disrespected, unloved, and less attractive, attracted to his wife as a result of feeling that rejection. So this is very, very true uh, and important to understand. So John Gray, which I didn't really read the full book yet, it, It's uh, he wrote the famous, well-known book, Man is from Mars, Woman is from Venus. From my, my understanding, it has a lot of, good insights. He wrote a book called Men, Women, and Relationships, too. So I saw another book that quoted this particular point. And basically, he said as follows, that when a husband and wife do not respect or appreciate their complementary differences, they lose their electricity. They lose their spark. They're no longer turned on by each other. Um, And the truth is, without that polarity, without that Difference of difference of a, a personality, they lose their attraction, and the loss of attraction and connection between a husband and a wife that has different personalities obviously could happen two ways. One way it happens is when you suppress your own inner self in the attempt to please our husband or wife. So, in other words, you your 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 husband, let's say, maybe a forceful personality, you have your own quieter, creative personality. And you suppress your own personality in an attempt to please your husband. Or the other way around is, the other way around could be, is if you have that more powerful type of personality and strong-minded convictions about things, and you try to mold your husband in your own image. Either strategy doesn't work in marriage. The strategy of suppressing yourself and to, to, to uh, accommodate everything in your husband's world Or the other way around to be um, strong-minded and try to change your husband also will sabotage the relationship. Uh, Because the truth be told, as he says, uh, that every time you try to alter or fix or improve your husband, you're sending him the message that he doesn't deserve to be loved for who he is. And under those conditions, the love withers and to preserve the magic of love and connection is not to try to reform your husband because that will only make matters worse so that's very often so in the scenario that i gave you know the, the 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 marriage suffers because the husband is feeling the pressure to suppress his true self of of being more quieter and being more contemplative, in other words, when his wife asked him the question, we're not talking about when he was wasn't listening or 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 not being attentive or not being caring, or he was listening, but he he, he because he's introverted, he wants time to process it and to answer. So he's sincerely trying to answer a question. So here, um, you know, the, the wife was trying to suppress that tr- his true self, and mold him into her image. I like when people ask me questions, I give them an immediate answer within the 5 seconds. You take 15 20 seconds. I I don't I don't want you to do that anymore. I want you to be like me. Or for example, this again more in the secular world when there's intermingling of couples and in parties and events and things like that, Uh, where where the wife would say, you know, uh, why isn't he more like me, more outgoing, more talkative? And I would drag him to parties or places that he could practice to be more sociable. And he would turn home drained and not understanding why I thought it was necessary to try, try to change his more introverted personality. And the problem was because it was his personality, not her personality. So this is a very important thing, and that's why Be- as is Hashem, and at the time of the recording, I, I didn't do it yet, and I really have to start, is to study and to explain here the personality types of the MBTI and the Enneagram and others, types of personality things that are spot on, that explain things clearly, because very, very often when you learn about these personality types, the Be'en Adam Lechavera improves, and not only, you know, in, in between I mean, Adam and Haver in general, but in marriage, when you read perso- or study personality types and then you hop who you are and you read it and you go, aha, it's an aha moment. Ah, I, I understand now. And then you really read this about your husband and you see who he is and you read it, then you understand a lot of his behaviors that frustrated you. And here it's black and white explains why and what and when he has that personality type that behaves in such a way, and you understand it that way as well. And that really is an eye-opener uh, that actually can help shalom bias in a good way. Although sometimes you could use a personality uh, type uh, typing to in a negative way to put somebody in a box or to say to yourself, this is the way I am and I can't change. Both of those things are not true and not healthy to believe. But rather, it's a springboard to know yourself in order to grow beyond your personality and to uh, extend yourself in a healthy way that's you're meant to grow from. So in this scenario, this this wife read about the personality types expl- understood after a while that her husband was an introverted person and that's why he didn't respond right away. He was thoughtful and he wanted to resp- like sort of like when they were dating when she enjoyed that part and now she didn't and he starts she starts understanding him more and becomes more accepting of of his personality. And and after that transformation, when the wife understood this and started to behave this, this way towards her husband accordingly, her husband related honestly that, you know, it's great not to feel like I have to force myself to be more outgoing than my wife is in order to have her approval and her respect. And rather... Uh, so rather than insisting that I go to this place and that place and mingle with people, she asks me without any expectations if I'd like to join her. And sometimes I would go, frankly, because I enjoy being with her, but I appreciate her allowing me to make the choice on my own. And now when I'm there at these parties and out uh, in, in, and, and, um, you know, outgoing places, uh, she sometimes senses I'm feeling awkward but she doesn't try to drag me into conversations as she did before, but she would just smile and connect with me a little bit. And uh, so she respected my personality, now loves me unconditionally, thinks of me as brilliant because again, remember, as an introvert and responding slowly, you, you, you forget that in this case, that the husband was actually brilliant and smart and very insightful and very deep adjust that because he's introverted and has a nature of expressing himself with words slower which was once very appealing during the dating period and then became frustrating during the midst of the marriage and now understanding what it really is started appreciating it again. Uh, the whole marriage uh, turned around to become a very positive beautiful connection And and the husband even says now I have the courage to go into conversations more than ever before because I have that backing of my wife and the full acceptance of her appreciating who I actually am, and that really, really helped. Or, in other cases, um, were there testimonies of wives also that learned about their husband's unique, different personality and their own separate natural drives, And, and they related certain testimonies of it. So here's one where one wife says that I know my husband is the other way around. Where I know my husband loves to travel and interact with people, and I'd love him to have a job where he sticks closer to home, but he also wishes I'd be willing to travel with him more often, which is possible now that my kids have our kids have grown and and left the house. They're they're married already, but I'm more of a homebody, so I usually tell him to go without me. The um, times we do go together seems very precious because. Uh, he feels that I respect his need to be out there, and he understands my desire to remain right here. So again, here's a, a, a beautiful anecdote of a of a husband and a wife working it out together, where, again, we're talking about people who have the opportunity to do so, where the wife could go with her husband on her, his travels that he needs for business or whatever it is, and they have the means to do so, or whatever the case may, may be, but she prefers to be home. He prefers to be out there um so, and they work out a happy medium there, or another wife said as follows: uh, My husband is a very detailed person and feels the need to be in control of our finances. On the other hand, I make more money than he does, and can be pretty free w- with my spending without feeling the need to create budgets or reports of where our money's going as long as we're able to make ends meet. But because my husband feels better. I try hard to keep track of all my receipts and let him know what kind of major purchases I need to make. He rarely complains that I'm spending too much. He just likes to know where the money is going. I realize that by uh, my helping him track our spending, I'm respecting the fact that this is a need for him. So here is a scenario. We're talking about a couple. They're financially well off, so they don't have to watch every penny. And the husband's really not makbed, on his wife, especially in this case, the wife's earning more anyway, but I think it would work even the other way around. Many husbands who, Baruch Hashem, earn a lot of money, and they're willing to give to their wives, Um, but the, the budgeting is important to them. So here's an example also of each one accommodating the other. So if you struggle with understanding why your husband does the things he does, or feels the way he feels about certain things, so This is one of those things that Baleen Nether, um, I will try to do, is to find out more about personality types and give shiurim on it and explain it. And if you use it with that mindset, you'll learn to embrace your husband's personality in the best way um, then, then, then it, 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 you'll, it, you'll see that by respecting him both publicly, both privately, and choosing your words as you talk to him, it could really, really transform a marriage tremendously. And believe in the this same type of share, it will be given on the men's side uh, to stress these same very points. It's also important to choose your words wisely. I'll give you uh, uh, an example of what I mean by choose your words wisely. That means even if you're disagreeing with something right now, uh, but your words and just also your tone of voice that could cause you to demean your husband, devalue him, uh, which only serves to push him away. So for example, um, if you tell him uh, you're having this disagreement about how to do something, And you're yelling, even let's say your tone of voice is is annoying, showing your annoyance, and is saying, Why don't you do this this way? It makes more sense. If you say it in a rough tone, you're basically what he hears is he hears you telling him you're stupid and you can't do anything right. And so rather than saying, Why don't you do this way, this this way, you know, it makes more sense, a better approach may be something like this, you know, like, I'm amazed how differently we approach tasks, and I have a tendency to do it this way, but I'm glad that that this way works for you, or how do you feel about doing it this way versus that way, and I just want to hear what you think about it, you know, something like that, or you know, your husband um, is so-so with being a handyman in the house trying to fix things, like, I have two left hands in that, that area, uh, so i uh, my wife gave up on me already, but in in, in the some husbands try. They try before getting a, someone to fix something. They they try to fix it on their own, and sometimes you would say in an annoying voice or very upsetting, you know, why don't you call a handyman to fix it? You're frustrated him tinkering around and could make things worse. And what he hears when you say this is that you're not smart enough to figure this out. Um, so the uh, another approach to for this situation, is to say something like, "I believe you can do anything you put your mind to," but if you decide you need a handyman or someone to fix this, I completely understand, and I wouldn't have a clue to fix it myself. But uh, I applaud you for trying, and something like that, more encouraging. Or let's say they're traveling, and and you know the days pre GPS or pre ways, or if if it's not working, and um, you know, so she would. Yell at him, why don't you just stop and ask directions? Which is basically what he hears when you say that is you're incapable of getting there by yourself. And instead, what you could say is, you know, I see you like challenging navigating foreign territory. uh, So for this, you know, but for the sake of time, you need directions. I'd be happy to go in somewhere and ask, you know, we'll stop off by a station or whatever it is. We'll roll up the window. I don't mind asking, you know, something like that. Or sometimes, in the situation with a boss, you know, you you tell your husband, why didn't you stand up to your boss for this and that and the other thing? Or for a raise, whatever the case may be. And he hears, when his wife says this, she's telling him, you're a wimp. You didn't actually say that, but and you may not have actually meant that. But that's what he hears. So instead, really, try building him up. You know, like, you know, I wish your boss understood what an intelligent person you are how valuable you are to the company, and it's too bad that he doesn't appreciate uh, you like like we do around here, that we appreciate you. Something like that. Or, why can't you just do what I need you to do? When you tell him, why can't you just do what I need you to do, he hears uh, you telling him that you're an adequate, inadequate failure of a husband. You're a failure. So instead... You would say, you know, I need someone, uh, you know, the the person you are, this husband that could take care of me, and if you give me the give 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 that, uh, you know, if you have the opportunity, do that for me, you know, something something a little more positive. So, this creates this choosing of the words wisely when you're communicating with acceptance and with respect, puts in your husband a certain joy, a certain simcha for you. And, you know, you could have, over time, an honest conversation with him. What what are the things that you say to him that may cause him to feel disrespected? And when he tells you what those things are, you make up your mind that you're never going to use those words again. And instead, you'll think about more respectful words you can use in their place, and, and so on. Basically, to sum it up, basically, the first thing about personality differences, but now choosing your words wisely... By doing so, by choosing your words wisely, you're demonstrating great respect for your husband, and you'll reap many benefits from it. Not only will he feel good because he knows that he is pleasing you, but your children will grow up to respect your husband more, and they will respect you as well more. And you'll feel much more satisfied with your attempts to be the wife you want to be and the marriage and relationship will enhance, and your family will benefit from that secure atmosphere of a respectful atmosphere at home. And this is really a Nachas to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has that Nachas ruach. He sees what you're doing. He recognizes those attempts that you make to show respect for your husband. And he may not be perfect, but he's trying, and by you, acting like a compassionate person, like the Rabbi Yishloem wants you to do, by using those words to build on the everyday communication with your husband, it is a tremendous, tremendous uh, matana that you're giving to him, but it's a tremendous matana that you're giving to yourself and to your children as well. Bracha natslacha.